Welcome to the 10th Rising Tide Ocean podcast. Today I'm with Blue Frontier's Natasha Benjamin. Hi, David. Hey, Natasha. We'll be delving into Davy Jones' Locker, our collection of backstage ocean talks from the 2018 March for the Ocean, starting with consumer activist and former presidential candidate Ralph Nader. Ralph's latest book is The Ralph Nader and Family Cookbook, Classic Recipes from Lebanon and Beyond. So we're, we're here in Northern California off the North Pacific, and uh, you're at home with a couple of kids. How have you been maintaining your sanity? I understand you've been getting into those cold waters some. Uh, yeah, as soon as um, I figured out I could escape to a few local beaches, um, I've been trying to get in the ocean and get salty, uh, go surfing, take my daughter surfing as much as I can kind of the only way to stay sane these days is uh, to submerge a little bit. So you were surfing with your daughter a few days ago? Yep, we were surfing um, off the Marin coast here. And uh, amazingly, we got a nice south swell, so it's not too chilly. And even when we don't catch any waves, it still feels good. Good, and because we're not in Southern California, beach is not too crowded. You got to get there early. That's the key. Dawn patrol. Yeah, some things don't change. Okay, so let, let's hear from the man who's, uh, along with dozens of other organizations, helped inspire me to launch Blue Frontier. I'm Ralph Nader, and I'm here to spread a message of political optimism. Because although the Trump stirs in the White House, led by President Trump, think that the ocean should be nothing more than a huge gas station and a huge garbage garbage dump, to quote David Halvarg and Bill McKibben. And although they want to allow offshore drilling on the Atlantic and Pacific coasts, like in the Gulf of Mexico, and although they want to shrink the marine estuaries, the marine reserves that even George W. Bush uh, started, they can be stopped cold because of all the struggles against big business and their government toadies. This is the most winnable one of all, because on the shores of the Atlantic and Pacific and the Gulf, uh, there are people, regardless of how they label themselves, conservatives, liberals, libertarians, progressives, they want the same thing. They want an ocean where they can swim, beaches that are clean enough for them to lie on and soak up the sun with their families. They want to be able to fish and sail and they want to be able to pass this on to their descendants. They don't hate their descendants the way the omnisiders in the White House and big business in the oil and gas and coal industry seem to dislike uh, what our founding fathers called posterity, our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and their children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren who will inherit uh, the earth, this tormented earth of ours. Now, if uh, Congress and the White House dare to open up uh, offshore oil and gas drilling, you have the most unstoppable political force of all. You have all the people who live on the coast uh, and they want an ocean to be preserved. You have all the businesses, the, the fishing industry, the recreational industry, all the workers who have everything to lose from a contaminated 
uh, and deteriorating ocean environment. And they spell votes and economic power. And so you have a left-right alliance, you have corporate interests on the right side up against the, the fossil fuel fools and the uh, White House marinated in oil. And the White House and the energy industry can't win this, especially when the alternatives are there. We have plenty of solar energy uh, to uh, uh, utilize renewable energy and uh, it, it's a unstoppable political force. All that's needed is for people to get together and show that the whole is greater than the sum of their parts. And just to show you, hundreds and hundreds of groups on the Atlantic, uh, Gulf, and Pacific coast uh, are there in this directory edited by David Helvard. Some of them are large, hundreds of them are small, but they all can get the attention of the lawmakers. What we have to re remember is there are only 535 members of Congress. They're the ones who are going to make the decision. They put their shoes on every day like you and I, and uh, a, a significant minority of them are already on our side to begin with. And if we capture control of Congress from the congressional districts, uh, they won't be able to uh, entrench uh, their omnicidal policies. Uh, if uh, people just organize and merely collectively bellow, it will scare these, po the, these politicians when they go back home for these town meetings and these glad-handing sessions. And if the collective force of the people add lawsuits and they add face-to-face -face lobbying with the senators and representatives not allow their flax to get in the way, uh, that's even more an unstoppable political force. Because the one thing senators and repre representatives in the House can't stand is a left-right conservative-liberal alliance coming into their office and saying, stop, period. They know how to game liberals, they know how to game conservatives. They're terrified when you get a left-right alliance. I think one other suggestion is and I've pursued this in my fable, Animal Envy, is we need to give inanimate parts of the earth and we need to get the, uh, the aquatic life uh, in the oceans an opportunity to speak to us. Doesn't mean we'll always understand. Here are some sounds made by a sleeping Weddell seal on the ice in Antarctica, recorded by photographer John Bozanoff. I think the first thing the oceans would say, why are you drilling deep into our belly for oil and gas when we've got all the wind power and solar energy you'll ever need that doesn't harm you at all? And then the next question would be, why do you allow your rulers to shrink our wilderness areas where we can renew our aquatic life?
as President Trump is proposing to do. And another question the oceans would ask is why are you dumping all these plastics and all these uh, non-biodegradable waste products in the ocean? You're just soiling your own nest. You're far more stupid than the single-cell organisms on Earth. They don't soil their own nests. You're soiling your own nests. And we should add questions like that. The oceans, which, which have been around for several billion years, might also ask, you're supposed to be intelligent human beings. Why do you hate your descendants? Why are you depriving the critical prerequisite of life on Earth, all life, not just human life, for short-term gain? Why do you allow your rulers to impose greed and short-sightedness and disastrous policies that you will have to bequeath to those who follow you? Aren't you supposed to be smart? Or are you outsmarting yourself? And you're letting a few very powerful people and institutions control the many and the democratic forces on earth. Because year after year, all the people who've worked to preserve the oceans will get more recognition and more support and more volunteerism and more votes and it will become a major movement that unifies all people in the world. Because all people in the world, when they think about it, when they take time to think about why the ocean matters, as Dr. Sylvia Earle has pointed out, uh, there will be no divisions between left and right. There will be no conservative liberal divides. There will be no red countries and blue countries and red states and blue states. There will only be people with a clarity of vision and a mission of survival. That's all that will be left, and that's all that will be necessary to preserve this tormented planet of ours from the short-sighted forces of greed and power. Remember, we outnumber them thousands to one. We outvote them millions to one, and we can prevail. The most unstoppable force I've ever seen is ready to be mobilized against the corporate state and the few that think they can decide the future of our planet for the many and those who inherit it. Thank you. We all need to do what we can to save the ocean. We sure do. And there's so many different ways that we can all help. In your book, 50 Ways to Save the Ocean, there's tons of tips, including Vote for the ocean. Sea Party 2020. And the book was illustrated by Jim Toomey. One of my favorite cartoonists. And he was on our podcast a few episodes ago. Just the last episode, number nine, Jim Toomey. You got you to gotta hear him. Got to wind back those episodes, listen to them all. Nothing like good reruns of podcasts. Okay, you can, you can take them with you to the beach. And you can find them on all the podcast channels, Apple, Spotify, Google, or go to bluefront.org. Sounds like it's time to cue the music. Thanks, Natasha. Good to talk, David.
Bye-bye. Off in the salty ocean, off where the waves roll free. The sparkling water rises, then crashes to the sea. Out amongst the breakers, you'll have no need to fear. It's true. It's the blue frontier. Tear, tear, tear. Off in the salty ocean, off to the blue frontier.